Well, praise the Lord. This is Brother J.W. Brand here at God's Whole Word. And it's good to be here with you on this Friday evening. And uh, the last time that uh, we had a very short podcast on Tuesday because we were uh, had um, uh, tornado warnings and all of that. And certainly there were uh, some tornadoes that come through in the Houston area. And um, the Lord did keep his hand upon us. But, of course, there are those uh, that uh, have been affected. And uh, I, I don't want it to sound like that God don't have his hand on them. Uh, but um, uh, some people have lost their homes and some people have lost businesses and different things. And uh, there's certainly been uh, much worse tornadoes in the past uh, and all. But we want to keep those folks in prayer. And uh, But... Um, we just simply had some uh, limbs come flying off the t- trees and uh, around the property and and hitting the house and everything. The wind got really really strong, and uh, and then we had a lot of lightning and had uh, uh, rain, lots of rain and lightning, thunder and all that, and kind of flooded a little bit. But at least uh, we, we didn't get too much of a flood. But uh, so we thank the Lord for that. And so we're here on this Friday evening. We'll go into this podcast. I'm going to try not to keep you too long. But uh, we'd like to go to God in prayer, as we always do before we start. Dear Lord, we thank you uh, for your word, as we always thank you, because it is uh, what gives us light uh, in this dark world. It helps us to navigate through the ways of life and uh, down this road of life we go. And that you have so gratefully or graciously given to us uh, to live and uh, giving us hope for the future. Hallelujah. And so, Lord, we ask that God, as we always do, that you would just open up our ears and our heart, the spiritual ears, the spiritual eyes, that our heart would receive the word of God as we go through in this podcast today. And uh, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, today, we're going to take a little bit of time. Uh, to talk about uh, this thing that the Bible talk about, redeeming the time, redeeming the time. And I'm going to read uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 13 through 17, and then we're going to talk about it for a little bit. All right, so again, that is Ephesians chapter 5, verses 13 through 17. It says, starting with verse 13, but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, verse 14, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Verse 15 says, And see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Verse 16 says, Redeeming the time. Because the days are evil. In verse 17, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Amen. Hallelujah. And so I want to go through that for a moment and talk about this for a little bit. And we'll start with verse 13. And so verse 13, again, it says, But all things are reproved, uh, that are are reproved, are made manifest by the light. Now that word reproved, we're going to be looking at that in a minute, but before we do, because I've titled this Redeeming the Time, I want us to look at that word redeeming. 
And that word redeeming means to rescue from loss. To rescue from loss. It also means to improve your opportunity or opportunities. And abundantly above. These are definitions that are there under redeeming the time. So to rescue from loss, to improve opportunity, and above, uh, abundantly and above. And so when you look at this, it says, but all things are reproved that are made manifest by the light. Well, what does it mean to be reproved? Well, the word reproved means to be admonished uh, of our faults that um, are told to us, and our faults are brought out in the light. Now, why do we need our faults to be brought out? Each and every one of us, you know, we deal with things in our lives, and uh, anybody that says they ain't got no faults to deal with, I'm going to tell you something. I'm just real blunt and to the point. Uh, we're just a lying tongue there if we say we ain't got faults that God's got to deal with and help us out. We all got some kind of faults. We got, the Lord wants to bring them out in the light. God wants to manifest them uh, by the light. And uh, it says we'd be reproved. Uh, God wants to admonish us. He wants to correct us. God wants us to turn around and, and, and uh, be, uh, you know, really look at ourselves like in a mirror. Turn on that light and look in that mirror and look at those faults. And uh, let God uh, admonish us. Let God correct us along the way. Now, what it says in verse 14, it says, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest. And arise from the dead and Christ shall give you light. Now this tells us where the light is coming from. You know there's a lot of people in the world they say oh you know uh, this person they were such a light in the world and this that and the other and, or, or oh this just brings such, uh, such a, a light to things and da 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 you know talking about all different kind of things. But I'm going to tell you what, where the true light comes from. The true light comes from Jesus Christ. The light that can shine deep down in our soul. That can go down in the crevices of our soul that nothing else can do. And we ought to want God to turn on the searchlight in our soul to search us out. <clears throat> Amen. And so when we look at verse 14, it's interesting. Because... This is written to the Ephesian church. It's written to people of the Lord. And here we see the Lord saying, Arise, awake, get up out of your sleep. Arise from the dead place that you are. And so sometimes we can allow ourselves to fall asleep serving God. We can allow ourselves to fall into a dead sleep. We can allow ourselves to be rocked to sleep spiritually. And God wants to wake us up. God is telling us here in the word of God, is, I want you to get up. I want you to wake up. Have you ever been woke up by somebody? They come in there and they just storm in your room. Like, We've got to get up. We're late. We've got to go. We've got to go. And, and you know, you're flying up out of the bed and you're trying to get ready because maybe the alarm didn't go off or something going on. Well, God wants to wake us up out of our spiritually dead sleep and sometimes we can get in those places and spaces because uh, you know we we're just letting things uh, pile up on us and we get so overwhelmed with so many different things but God wants to bring light to those things he wants to uh, shed light in those dark spaces and places and God wants us to come up out of our sleep 
And the only place that that can come from, the Bible says, Christ shall give thee light. That's verse 14 in the book of Ephesians chapter 5. So Christ is the one that's going to give us light. Now let's look at verse 15. It says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools. Don't walk as a fool. He says here in this verse of Scripture, this passage of Scripture, the Apostle Paul, but as wise. So let's read that again. It says, see then that you walk circumspectly. Well, all right. So we're supposed to walk circumspectly. Well, what does that mean? Well, circumspectly, it means uh, exactly. There's a word there that literally defines the word circumspectly means exactly or diligently. Now, if we look at the word exactly, what would we be applying that to, that word exactly? Well, the only thing that we could apply it to is where the light is coming from, and that is Christ himself. And so what the word of God is uh, trying to get across to us, that we are to walk in the steps of Jesus Christ. We are to follow what the Lord himself says, what God wants us to do, he gives us that instruction through Jesus Christ and the life that he lived upon this earth. And so we want to follow that pattern. We want to follow uh, the Lord's example. And we can find that in the Word of God. There's a reason why it is so very vitally important that we study the Word of God because we find uh, that we learn about the Lord. And you can even learn about Christ in the Old Testament. You know, there's a lot of folks that don't seem to understand that. But uh, the whole entire Bible from front to back is all about Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And uh, so we've got to work cir uh, walk circumspectly. And it not only means uh, following a, an exact pattern of the Lord Jesus Christ, he is the light, but it also has the word, the meaning diligently. We've got to be diligent about this walk with God. And so as we look at the title of this podcast today, Redeeming the Time, we want to be able to do that. We want to rescue our time from loss. We want to improve our opportunities. And we want to go abundantly and above whatever that may be that God is going to allow us uh, to experience in this life. But it says, see that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Don't walk as a fool, but walk as a wise person. And so what does wise mean? Well, let's look at that word for a minute. That word wise means thoughtfulness. It means thoughtfulness. So what, what is the Apostle Paul trying to tell us? Well, uh, one thing it means, taking the time. Now remember, we're redeeming the time. But thoughtfulness means you're taking the time to think about something before you're going to do it or say it. Y'all know what I mean? I mean, sometimes we say things and we do things before we even think about it. And y'all know it's the truth. You know it's the truth. Sometimes that tongue gets to moving before the brain says, stop, stop. Don't say that. Don't do that. I've been there many a time and I've had to learn. And I said something that's like, ooh, I should have thought about that before I opened my mouth. And so wise, being wise means to take some thoughtful time to take the time to let the Lord talk to us. And, and uh, you know, you say, well, I'm just going to give him a piece of my mind. Well, you may want to give him a piece of my mind, your mind, but you may not have any left when you get through doing that. And the thing of it is that God is trying to help us to understand what wisdom is. You know, wisdom don't mean you just run your mouth 
and you just say whatever as quick as it comes to your mind. We've got to take some time to think about what we're saying before we say it. We've got to think about what we're going to do before we're doing it because it just might be that it's something the Lord don't want you to do. Well, if you didn't take the time to talk to him and ask him for your help, uh, then, you know, we could fall into a big problem. Now, I do know that there are some times where there have been instances in my life, and I'm sure that probably you have ran into this too, where you had to make a very quick decision about something. I mean, it, it was, there was no really a whole lot of time. But I'm going to say something to you. I'm going to say something to myself and everybody else. Now, if we had taken plenty of time along the way, redeeming the time, and spent time in prayer along the way, when you run into those times, when you've got to make a quick decision, you have got wisdom behind you that you put there in place because you spent time with the Lord and you spent time in the Word of God and it's going to help you to make those right and proper decisions. Amen and hallelujah. Now, verse 16. Here we go. It's the title of the message, verse 16. Uh, uh, not the message, but the podcast. I, you know, some people, they, uh, you know, hear me and they say, well, you know, this just sounds like a Bible study. It just sounds like a message, whatever. But, uh, you know, there's going to come a time in the future. I may have somebody come on here and we're going to talk together and all of that. But uh, right now, we just going to I won't get in the Word. I won't talk about the Word. And this is a main point and thrust of this podcast is certainly to get the Word out there. Uh, and so you can look at it however you want. You can look at it the Bible study if you want. But, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about in the future so many different things that apply to life. You know, because the Bible says that the Word of God in the book of Peter it tells us that uh, God, He provides everything for life and godliness. You know, some people say, well, you know, that's an outdated book. It, it don't apply. It, it, it can't apply. But I got news for you. This this book right here that God has wrote through the mouth of prophets and apostles and all of that, I'll tell you what, it'll guide you along the way with whatever you come up to. And you say, I don't believe that. Well, if you come along with this, you'll find that's true And as we go along. And so, verse 16, it says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. There's a reason why we redeem the time. Because the days are evil. Well, what does that mean? If you don't know that we are living in an evil day, I don't know what planet you're on. Because anybody can just, uh, you can look around and it don't take very long for you to understand that we're living in evil days. And so it is very important that we redeem the time. And remember, we listened to the meaning of that at the beginning of this podcast. It means to rescue from loss and to improve our opportunities. Now, you know, how do we rescue time from loss? All right, we're going to talk about that here for a moment. How do we rescue time from loss in order to improve our opportunities and go above and beyond abundantly above, as, as the meaning says? Well, I got a few things I want to talk about for a moment. One of those is our phone time. Now, I know some people, you know, you're going to hear me say this. You go, oh, my goodness, here it comes. Well, you know, I call those little phones, just like I call a TV a one-eyed demon. I call those little phones, they're just a little old baby one-eyed demon is what they are. And, uh, and the Internet, too. And you say, well, why are you going to call it that? Well, it's just an old way I talk. I've heard that many a day back in my day. And uh, But 
the thing of it is, I guess you could say they're just a necessary evil sometime. I, I know that that don't sound very nice for a preacher to say, but, um, you know, most of us function because of one, uh, a couple of these things, at least uh, through phone and through the Internet. So many jobs, many, many jobs uh, are functioning through that manner. But, you know, the thing of it is, what are you doing with your phone? First, we're going to talk about phone time. How do you rescue from loss your time? Well, let me ask you, how many hours do you spend on your phone? How many hours do you sit there? And don't tell me that everything that you look at on your phone is all beneficial. Because we, you know, I've had to catch my own self. And I say, and I call the thing a one-eyed demon, little baby one-eyed demon. And I say, well, what am I doing here? I'm, I'm wasting some time. I'm going to get off this thing. And so we've got to redeem the time. We've got to, we've got to rescue our time from loss. You say, well, what do you mean? Well, if we spend so much time on those phones, do you know, I, I drove up one day and I was just amazed. I was at a stoplight. I came up to a stoplight. And uh, I looked to the left and I looked to the right. And because there was a crosswalk on both sides. And I, I looked both sides. And there was quite a few people standing on both sides because it's a pretty big uh, city. And I looked and... Every, almost every single head was down looking at a phone. Almost every single person was looking down on a phone, waiting for that light to change so they could walk through that crosswalk. And it just astounded me. And, uh, you know, I have noticed over the last few years that people have gotten to the place where they don't know how to communicate. you got people that uh, they don't even want to call nobody and talk to nobody on the phone no more because they uh, well I want to talk to you on uh, you know by text and all of that. Now I'm not saying that I'm against texting. I text my family, my children, and different ones keep in contact and all that. But I'm just saying, how far do we go? Do we allow this just to take over such? Uh, such a space of time that we've lost a lot of time that we could have redeemed for something else that would be more beneficial to our lives. You know, there's a lot of folks that sit in their own house. Now, you know this is true because I've seen it. Where people sit in their own house and they text somebody in the other room instead of get up and go in there and talk to the person or ask them a question. They go and text them, and they're right there in the next room. How far can we go with this? I mean, that's just a height of ridiculousness. That's where the Bible says we got to be wise. Don't be as a fool. You know, because what's happening is people are losing the ability to communicate, and we are losing time that could be... Uh, beneficial to relationships and all that. So uh, the phone time. Now let's talk about uh, the TV time. All right? Now I call that thing a one-eyed demon too. And boy, I tell you what, the one-eyed demons, they've gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And, uh, you know, people, they think they got to have the biggest one on the block. Well, but honestly, how much time do you sit in front of that thing where you could be taking some time to maybe play a board game with your family and interact and talk, or just to sit and have a conversation. 
How many people have traded having conversation with your spouses, with your wives, with your husbands? How many people have traded, traded your time and, and, and took a loss of time because you're so busy sitting there looking at that one-eyed demon instead of turning that thing off and sit down and have a conversation? Well, people can't communicate anymore. So many relationships at that point, people don't know how to talk anymore. And when you, when you get to try to have a conversation with somebody, they seem to be flustered and frustrated. You say, well, that just seems to be your, your thing or your issue. What? No, I've seen it with other people too, and I've had other people tell me the same thing. And if you, know, if, if you just stop long enough, you're going to see the effects that it's having on your life as well. If we get so lost up on these TVs and on these phones and then also on the Internet and the time that we spend... And sometimes we go from one to the next. We're going from the phone to the TV to the Internet. And so much time has been given that we are not listening to the Scripture that says to redeem the time. What do we need to redeem the time for? Well, how can it do that thing that uh, what the meaning of the word redeeming means to rescue from loss? We talked about that. But to improve opportunities. Well, what kind of opportunities could be improved for what, 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 what kind of things could you improve your opportunity? Do you know some people get so lost in all of these things that sometimes they miss the opportunity that they could have had where they could have spent some time with somebody and then that person ends up dying. Now, I'm, I know some people saying you've gone too far by talking like that. No, I've seen where people have spent so much time with other things so busy with other things, they don't even have time to stop and spend some time with family, and then they're gone. And then they don't realize what they've lost until they're gone. And so we got to learn to redeem the time. We got to learn what is more important to us. Is, is, is the, you know, when COVID came and everything, and you know they're talking about how there was that whole period of time when people, you know, they were put out. You know, people started working from home and kids were going to school at home and all this, and people were missing opportunities with uh, their friends and all that. But, you know, the thing of it is that, uh, you know, we, we, we won't look at that now a lot of times. And when somebody is saying, look, with all of these te technological things that certainly can benefit us. I mean, I realize that we, uh, you know, a lot of times there's many things that can be done in this way and they're helping us and all that because uh, you can get uh, education. Uh, you know, if you've got to have further education for your job and all that, it certainly is beneficial to have that internet to be able to work and do those things. And I certainly will say that I have been able to be uh, benefited by my phone where I've been able to listen to other podcasts from other preachers and, and uh, being able to hook up to church services when you're, uh, you know, with other churches that are not available to get to because maybe it's too far or whatever. Or for those uh, people who have been honestly sick. Now, I'm not talking about people just want to make an excuse to stay home from church. But I'm talking about people that, you know, honestly have gotten sick and they, they want to be able to hook up to uh, the church service and all, and they have the ability in many churches to to uh, uh, to come up over on the phone or internet or whatever, and so those things can be beneficial. But what I'm talking about is something different, 
Because people get on these things, and you know full well, and I said it earlier, that there's all kinds of junk on there. I mean, there's just all kinds of junk on there. And y'all know that. And, you know, you say, well, how do you know? Well, because sometimes when you look at certain things and it says something and, and you click on it, it's like, well, wait a minute. That, what, what is this nonsense? And just, uh, you know, and I got to the point to where I realized that some of the headings of things that they were typing in or whatever you want to say, it was just to get your attention. And, and when, you, when you get in there and then you realize there's uh, other things going on because uh, people are going to advertise and they're going to do all this other kind of thing. Remember, there's an agenda on, on many, many of these things. But I, I'm not trying to say that we can't benefit from them. But what I'm saying is we have taken a loss. We have taken a big hit with our relationships because... Uh, you know, our relationships between uh, uh, parent and children, being able to sit and talk, or, or spouses, husband, wives, uh, all, all of these relationships, uh, even siblings, uh, adult siblings, you know, uh, get so wrapped up in other things because of these things. Because of these electronic things. And I'm not slamming them all together. I understand they benefit. We've already said that. I've said that, and I'm saying it again because I know some people. They're just gonna say, "Oh, he's just talking about not having electronic blah, blah blah blah," and he's on electronic while he's talking on his podcast. Well, I'm not saying we can't benefit. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. So don't go down the road. I'm not going. But what I am saying, and I know that the reason why people do that is they want to deflect from what's really going on. That's why they talk like that and they say things back at you. you. You deflect because you know that there's some truth in what I'm saying. Because I know that it's true for me. And you say, well, that's just you. No, it's not just me because I've seen how it's affected many, many people. I've watched it with my own eyes and I've seen it. And not only that, but you, you, you see even studies they've done and they find that these things are true. That people, uh, their relationships suffer because... People will not do what the Bible says, redeeming the time. You know, if you're really going to redeem the time, you're going to rescue your time from loss. Don't allow your time to be lost on things that should uh, not be lost on. Look at the things that are important and the things of value that really mean something. People, your relationships, your friends, your neighbors, your people you go to church with, these are human beings. They mean something. They are a value to God, and God wants us to understand those things. And so uh, it can do exactly what it's saying. Redeeming, it not only means to rescue from loss, but to improve opportunities uh, and to go uh, abundantly above. So it can even improve, help improve our relationships if we just get off of those things once in a while and take some time to sit down and talk to one another. Sit down and have some communication and talk. And, uh, you know, not only that, but uh, uh, it has been known that it can actually improve job performance. I remember not long ago, I had went over, my son was working over at a grocery store over here. And, uh, you know, and I, I, I taught him, I told him, I helped him, you know, over there get that job. I, I had a friend that worked there, and, I, and uh, so he was graduating and, and was able to uh, facilitate and helping that 
And, uh, but I told him, I said, now, and he got the job. I said, now, don't you shame my name. I said, boy, don't you shame my name. I said, you, you work hard like I taught you to do. I said, because that's what we need to do. And, uh, and he did, and he, he's, a, he's a really good worker. He's a great uh, uh, worker. And, uh, but, you know, uh, I would, because he didn't have a car for a while, and I was going and dropping him off and picking him up. And, uh, you know, he was learning to get his license and all that kind of thing. You know, all the things you do when your kids are growing up. And uh, I was there, and I pulled up, and he, he, I got there a little bit early. And I'm just sitting there in the car waiting for him, you know. And I'm looking at some of these other workers come out. And I saw some workers at the store. And, you know, they got the guys that come out. And sometimes girls come out. And uh, they're pulling in the baskets for the store. And I watched. And I saw what people were doing. And it didn't happen one day. It didn't happen just two days. It didn't happen just three days. It happened over and over and over. And I saw these people come out there. They pull in together maybe one, two, three baskets, and then they stand there for a long time on their phone, taking time away from their employer. So honestly, these things, if you set them down and do your job like you're supposed to, you could improve your job performance. And this one particular one that kept on doing this and kept on doing this and and uh, it, it was a problem with the people that other people that worked there because they were working harder because those baskets needed to come in so that customers could have them, and, and it just creates a problem. And this society has gotten, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to be mean, but just flat out gotten lazy. And uh, so we've got to know that that if we're going to redeem the time, it certainly can. Uh, improve our job performance too uh, in, in for some folks you know in, in what you're doing now the other thing is uh, it has been a known fact that uh, laying some of these things down especially a while before you go to sleep that it actually helps to improve your sleep and so it is true that redeeming the time it does improve opportunities it does help you to go uh, abundantly above it can help benefit your relationships in where you have communication but uh, the last two things I want to talk to you about is improving your prayer life if you spend so much time with the TV and so much time with the that the phones and the computer when do you have time to talk to the Lord when do you, well I take five minutes before I go to bed and tell the Lord thank you for everything he did well I'm gonna tell you what God wants more than that God wants you to take some time to talk to him. God wants you to take some time to talk about your life. God wants you to take some time to build up your faith. And we've got to take some time with the Lord. And if you're going to spend so much time on all of those electronics, tell me, who is your God? Huh? Who's your God? If you're going to spend all that time now, yes, I am on my computer. I got my microphone here, and I'm talking to you, and I'm using it. But what are we talking about? What are we doing here? What are we saying? Well, we got to improve, and we got to redeem our time so we can improve our relationship with God. So maybe we got to lay down them phones sometimes so we can spend a little more time with the Lord. If you can spend so much time on your phone, can't you take that time and spend some, uh, leave some of that phone time alone so you can talk to God? Amen. And then the last thing 
is the preachers. Now, I know these preachers got wrapped up in this stuff too. I know you have because it's happened to me and I God had to deal with me. Why, why do you think the word says that the things brought out in light, he, he reproves those things. God wants to reprove us. He wants to correct us. He wants to say, look, you, how do you spend your time? What do you do with your time? Did you redeem your time for the good and right and proper things that God wants you to do? God wants us to look at things, and he's going to turn on that light. That light is the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Lord shines his light to say, look, there are some good things out here that I want to give you, and I want to help you to uh, benefit the things that I give you in life, but if, if you're going to take all your time and you're going to soak yourself up with all these electronics, how can God even reprove you if you don't want to listen? You know people can get addicted to these things. And you know there's been even children that have killed their parents because they took their phone away from them. I have read stories of this, and it's a shame. It's a shame. But uh, there's addictions that have come about because they say, because people, they don't realize. And, and the Bible says to be wise, not be a fool. That's what we read. So we've got to think about these things, folks. We've got to give it some time. We've got to think about it, and we've got to redeem the time. Give the Lord some time. Give your spouse some time. Give your wife and husband time. Give your children time. Give your parents time. Give grandma time. Give grandpa time. Give some time and spend time with your family. Lay them things down and give God the glory. Amen. And so with that said, I just want to encourage you that... Uh, God wants to bless you. He wants to bless you above and abundantly above. But we've got to be able to say, look, i, I got to redeem the time so I can look and see what is more important. Because in the end, you're going to meet Jesus. You're going to meet God. And what's God going to ask you that you've done with your time? What have you done with your time? What have I done with my time? And I don't want to be ashamed of not taking the time for people like I ought to have done. Not taking the time for my job like I ought to and working diligently with my job like the Lord instructs us to do in the Word of God. We're not supposed to be lazy people and giving our employers half, half-hearted half work. No, we're supposed to give it all. You're supposed to be there doing your job like you're supposed to. And so... We want the Lord to work on our heart and to deal with us and to shine light in those things that need to be reproved and corrected. So with that said, I want to encourage you to think about these things. I, I want to encourage you to think about this because it's, it's really important that people learn that these things, have, uh, you know, they are a necessity in life almost to... Uh, to an unbelievable necessity because so many things run by the internet now. Now, I'll tell you, TV is not a, an essential. I've actually got rid of my TV four different times in the last several years because people get in there and turn things on, and I said, that's just a bunch of nonsense coming across there, and you need to change that channel. And then people didn't want to do it, and I said, okay, you don't listen to me. I'm going to take that thing out. And I did. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, sometimes you've you got to put your foot down. But, you know, it's unfortunate when some parents have put their foot down because people are so addicted to it, and then they end up getting their life taken because 
people are so addicted to these things. So we've got to look and see. Uh, is our time so lost in these things that we're actually addicted? Do you know if you're addicted to your computer? Do you know if you're addicted to your phone? Do you know if you're, you're addicted to that television? I mean, you really got to think about it. If you can't pull yourself away and spend some time with the people that you love around you, and that other thing is more important to you, I would say that you probably got an addiction going on, or you just really, what what does that say about your love for those around you? Because, you know, uh, let's look at it this way. 100 years ago, there was no such thing as TV, computers, or phones. And what do people do? Well, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of stories about different things that people would do at different times, but a lot of it involved uh, spending time. And, of course, hard work and those kind of things. Now, things have improved to where uh, people don't have to, uh, many people don't have to work as hard as they used to. You know, and, and that's it's, it's always a wonderful blessing to be able to have things that are going to improve our lives and all that kind of thing. But if we're going to have these improvements, we cannot allow these improvements to take over our life so much that we can't even look at the things that are so very vitally important to us, the people around us, and, and the jobs that God has blessed us with and, and all of these things. So let's really give us some diligent thought. And, um, and I, I want to pray before we go away from this podcast. Dear Lord, I thank you for the opportunity of everything that you've given us to bless us with, to improve our lives and all those things. But I'm asking you, Lord, to help us to navigate through a spirit of wisdom that comes from that Holy Ghost that you give us. Guide us and lead us into the things that are wise and remove us from the things that are foolish and help us, Lord, to redeem the time that we may be able to stand before you one day and having not lost so much time with foolishness. I just give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And so I just hope that you all have a blessed day. And it's so good to be with you once again. And may God keep his uh, hand upon you and bless you. And uh, we just uh, are so grateful to be with you once again. And uh, if you would, uh, I would encourage you to look at the Eunuch Preacher. On Saturdays we have uh, our service, worship service tomorrow. And we just have a really good time in the Lord, singing and praising God and, and all of those things. And, of course, a message to, uh, that's preached and, and everything. But uh, we just have a really good time worshiping God and singing and just uh, shouting and dancing sometime and praising God. And uh, so I encourage you to look at the eunuch preacher. Find the eunuch preacher. You can, uh, uh, you, I believe, uh, you, you find that on YouTube. I'm not quite sure exactly how everybody looked that up but i know that it's on youtube called the eunuch preacher that's spelled e-u-n-u-c-h the eunuch preacher and uh just to come in and enjoy our services we uh, we just have a good old-fashioned holy ghost pentecostal worship time and uh we um, just encourage you to also to come and join us once again uh, with our podcast, we have our podcast on Tuesdays and Fridays, so our next one will be on Tuesday. And I thank y'all, all of y'all that prayed for us during this hurricane, um, or excuse me, not hurricane, but the tornado that came through. And like I said, if you will keep those in prayer that have lost their home and businesses uh, in the Houston area. And so 
without further ado, I'm going to let you go, and I hope you have a wonderful, blessed uh, evening as well as a wonderful, blessed weekend. In Jesus' name, God bless you.